Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. Welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine. And Sarah is showing me her Beatles artwork. Yeah. So this is a little portrait that has been matted. Um, and printed on very high quality photo paper and distributed to all of the adults in my family. It's in multiple homes, this, this portrait of the Beatles. And the reason that it is such an epic achievement of my youth, according to my parents, my grandparents, everyone that ruined me for this moment, where now I have this high expectation, massive entitlement, but we'll get there later. But this is a, so the assignment I was at school, the assignment was to draw um, a portrait of your family. Mm. And I not only drew the Beatles as my portrait of my family, because instead of having imaginary friends, I told everyone that the Beatles were my brothers. I believed that they were my brothers, but Aww. also my grandmother, like you could listen to my grandmother do like an edge. <laughs> my grandmother could give you an academic analysis of this art, like why it's so deep. Like, she's like, you can see like, like Ringo is crying. Sarah identified a deeper pain in Ringo. Like so, this became. Well, who's like, the redhead? I believe the redhead was Lennon. Uh, the dark. I think we. I think we have Lennon. Paul, Ringo, George. That's really interesting. That's actually more delusional than what <laughs> I thought about the Beatles, which was that I was their only fan. <laughs> no, I actually thought I was their long lost sister and that I knew them. And I, I like, you know, how I like the same way that I can like remember all your charts. Like I, I'm a savant. Like I'm an idiot in a lot of ways. I'm deeply irresponsible. I am an imperfect person. I'm a life coach who drinks alone. Okay. But I do have an incredible memory and I like, I could sing all the Beatles songs. Like I knew every lyric to every Beatles song ever before I had even heard them as like, they was just, I, I knew I said, they are my, that is my family. They are my brothers. And I stuck with it and it became a huge part of my childhood. And they'd be like, you guys, like, we would like, you know, like, kids would be like my imaginary friends, like coming, like can we make space in the car for my imaginary friend. I literally was on a, I was like literally petitioning my parents for like, we need a minivan. There are four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead serious. And they were like, all right, well, they can sit on each other's laps. And I used to make us pull over on the way to my grandma's house to be like, come on, you guys. And we would like <laughs> open the fake door and like let the Beatles in. It's like, of course, my brother is not famous in Montclair. He had no room to breathe there. He was just like, what the fuck is going on? I got to move as far away as possible. This, they are celebrating this crazy kid. Like, this is so dumb. But um, yeah, so I was sort of known as the Beatles sisters 
in a very, very small circle of my family. And this portrait was, it was a moment of genius, apparently, that they, it's literally matted. Like, it's a, like, like this has been framed with the frame broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was really... taken extremely seriously. And it is framed and hung in my aunt's house and my grandma's house. <laughs> if we ever fire up the merch store again, I think a oh my t-shirt. God, yeah, I think. Wow. What a genius idea. Yeah, I mean, there is something extremely authentic about the portrait. Yeah, I mean, my, me and my family. There's also another one I have to find, but nobody filmed it. Nobody, nobody framed it because it wasn't quite as artistically detailed. And I included Luke and Sarah. So that was a funny one too. Another portrait of the family, me, John, Paul, Jora, Dringo, and Luke. But um, yeah, the teachers just thought I was a hoot. They were like, we don't know if she's kidding or not, but she literally thinks the Beatles are her siblings. That's cute. Yeah, okay. That was my, that was my family tree assignment. So we're going to do that. <laughs> we're going to do that teach t-shirt. And speaking of merch. Wait, have- and can you, can you find your childhood art? Can we do a childhood art of Molly Sue? They didn't save mine. I'm the scapegoat. They have Casey. Right. Oh, that's so painful. I'm just kidding. They probably have something. Andy, let us know. Yeah. We're going to talk about this forbidden, for legal reasons, work of fiction published on the Daily Mail's website about Jason Sudeikis, Harry Styles, and Olivia Wilde. We're going to do a dramatic reading of it because, once again, for legal reasons, it is fictionalized drama, not real. They deleted it from their website. So that, of course, makes us think that it's because something in it was legally suspect so which is fine though because in on in this context now that it, you can't read it anywhere think of it strictly as interpretive theater right interpretive theater fictional not real we are not saying that this is true in fact we are saying it's probably not but we're going to read it anyway because i just really like the daily mail's writing style they have a way with words i love ample assets i love a leggy display hmm. so we're going to go through it but before we do that We do have one little bit of housekeeping. Okay. We did there. There is a review of space. Let's start with it. Mom, mom, mom. We got to hit him. We got to, this is how you do feedback. Thank everybody. Thank you guys so much. If you have left reviews, it's five star reviews for the space trash podcast. We appreciate your listenership so much, but a little piece of housekeeping. Okay. Now mom, get them. Thank you. That's a really good way to do it. That's why you're the life coach. And I am. That's why you're the CEO. And I'm the like the CMO. Okay, I don't really want to be the CEO. But okay. Okay, okay. let me go the other way. That's why I'm the CEO, like the figurehead. And you're the actual like, like I'm the Bush, you're the Cheney. Okay, I don't want to be the Cheney. I want to be the figurehead. Whatever. We'll we'll iron this out. We'll have an org org chart (laughs) meeting later this week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We can both be the figureheads. Okay. So yes, thank you to everyone who has left a nice review because as you might know, if you weren't born three minutes ago, it helps other people to find the podcast when you leave a good review. Okay. Also, we right now have exactly 69 reviews. Okay. Now that's a good sign. That's exciting. So we're thankful to everyone, even this person who left this review. Now this person's name is Goldfish with a bunch of X's in the middle. Okay. So naughty Goldfish. Yeah. They wrote their review. The The subject line is points made. I love the hot takes and points made. They're really relevant. But the dragging of Ana de Armas was kind of mean. I get where you're coming from. But when coming at things she didn't have control over, like the character's emotional state, didn't feel rigged. I think they meant right. But they spelled How it How did wrong. they spell it? Spell it first? R-I-G-T. 
Rigged. Rigged. That's, that's rigged. This, <laughs> <laughs> this movie was a horrible take on Marilyn, but I wouldn't blame Anna for not looking joyful enough when it's mainly a director directing the actor's character. But the other girl who do- didn't hate on Anna that hard, I think that means you, Sarah. She well, doesn't. I see. did. I she does, think listen, I listen. hated her. I think I hated her, but okay, go ahead. I haven't read this. So this is actually, okay. Yeah. Talk about me. Okay. No, they said the other girl who didn't hate on Anna that hard. She okay. doesn't seem as bitter. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, this well, person. Actually, they are. I would say I'm less bitter. Well, we do our bitterness differently. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do mine on mic. I will say that for myself. Everyone's a little bitter about something or other. Sure. Uh, and if you guys, it's okay to think I'm bitter. It's okay to call me bitter. It's not okay to give my podcast a three-star review when you acknowledge in the first sentence that you love the hot takes and points made because they were really relevant. Well, call and in fact, bitter. actually, well, sorry, finish that sentence, but, but call me bitter, call me a bitch. It's fine. Disagree with what I think about Ana de Armas. It's completely fine. You, I, I love that you disagree. I love that we're fostering conversations and I welcome the conversations. Just don't give me a three-star review about it because you are actively hurting the podcast and we just monetized it. Right. Like I, I, and I think again, like we've talked a lot about this season specifically, it's still Libra season. We have a Mars in Gemini that's about to go retrograde. Everything is mirrors. So I just want you, gold, fix, 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 to just take a look in the mirror. And it's like, okay, we hear you. We're sorry that our bitterness got on you, but giving us a three-star review and making the compliment into something about, about Anna de Armas and bitterness, and then only giving us a three-star review is a little bit bitter of you. Right. Like you're a little bitter about our bitter. And it's like, we're not making cocktails here. We don't need all the bitters. We just need a little bit of love. Right. And also I didn't say that Ana de Armas needed to be more joyful in the role of Marilyn. I said that I think that all of her acting is a little one note and it's a little downtrodden and damsel in distress. And you know what? She picked the script. She read the script. She picked it. She said, this is great. And I'm doing it. Maybe the script was very different between when she read it and when the movie actually, what we saw. Sure. I think I even said that, but the thing is we like to, we like to operate under the assumption that adult women have agency on this podcast. Sure. I think that might've been what like the whole episode was about the fact that Marilyn Monroe had much more agency than they made her out to have. I think Ana de Armas is a grown up who also has agency and she's making her film choices and I might like them. I might not. It doesn't matter. I'm not her. I'm allowed to have an opinion on her. Gold XXXXXXX fish is allowed to have an opinion. We're allowed to disagree. It's great to disagree. Don't give us a low rating because of that. Cause you are, you are actually actively hurting the podcast that you admitted you enjoyed listening to. Yeah, it's just like, like, don't be bitter. What I'm trying to think of something that rhymes with bitter. Don't be bitter. Be a be a, a big hitter. Yeah, be a big hitter. Be a big hitter of us in our DMs to say, hey, I want to talk about this more. Actually, wait, let me just say, do not DM me. Yeah, don't um, do that. Don't DM me. But we're going, I think this is the real thing here is like, okay, if you really want to talk about the things that you feel and think on the pod, you can come to the Moonule, which is a Zoom uh, moon ritual where we facilitate these conversations and you'll hear a lot of different opinions. Speaking of which on the last episode, you'll hear opinions from Razzie, from Elena, from Val, but we also have Todd Chapman 
on the pod. And what I want to remind everybody before you write scathing reviews of the leader of the bro life movement, Todd Chapman, is that actually that's our friend Molly Gaby, who's a a comedian and a comedy actress. So before you take her incredibly good portrayal of, of the leader of the bro life movement dead ass and then review us like we have bigots and idiots on the podcast. That's it. This is a comedy pod. Right. And so what if we have bigots and idiots on the podcast? Well, sure, sure. But, but more than anything, just, you know, don't put it in the review. Uh, we think we, we're excited that you want to dialogue with us. So I think we're going to create a Facebook page for us to actually gather in community and talk trash because because the the review section is not the place to do it but we do love you we're so glad you're listening and we want to hear all your hot takes so whether you whether you meet us on the facebook app or fuck it are any women on reddit start a reddit start a reddit thread let's get discovered but either way let's let's put it in the forums that we will then follow up with and dialogue with you about rather than do it in the review section only because molly and i literally need um an income yeah ideally an income would be the reason part of the reason why we do this so and we're capricorns we give a big fuck about like not getting a bad review so don't fucking do that to us right 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 and you know put your thoughts in the review that's fine just give it a five star because it it, it engaged you it engaged you enough to write a review that's good that means it's thought-provoking that means we're doing what we want to do um, but yeah, Indeed. we we're, we've started a Facebook group, so we will link that in our Instagram pages. And if you, if you type into your Facebook search bar, space trash fans, lifestyles of the rich and Uranus podcast, it will come up and you can join and we can talk about stuff. And I think it's going to be really great. And, you know, now all I'm thinking about all day, every day is whether or not I'm bitter. And I think I like kind of am <laughs> so whatever I'm taking the note goldfish, but Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here and giving us that reflection. We're open. We're not too bitter to take a little bit of feedback, but we ask that you just change your review in Apple Podcasts because it's really easy to do. Just scroll down. Just change it to five stars real quick. Change it to five stars. Fiona, I know you're still listening. Change it to five stars, whether you like us or hate us, because we want to keep getting angry together. Right. That's the the goal. The goal is not for us to sit and say things that everybody's going to like, because that would be a boring name media company name redacted podcast and we don't want to be that i don't want to i'll tell you off mic (laughs) but like there's a lot of podcasts out there that are just really bland and they recite the news and they regurgitate the news if you want that right are not it and that's fine this this everything you hear here everything you hear here is an op-ed yes everything's an op-ed and everything's up for discussion and that's why we now have a facebook group Right. We are comedians first draft open micing out here for you, showing you the vulnerable process of coming to our own conclusions. And the way that we do that is we talk about it amongst friends and we look at the astrology and we think about the larger media and business context. And and I think we're doing a great job. So Molly, bitter or not, there's no one I'd rather be here ripping Anna to arms with. And we thank you all for being on this journey with us. Join the Facebook rip, group. We didn't even rip her. Like we were. No, we how- really didn't. Yeah. Am I really bitter? Like, I'm really upset about this, actually. Define bitter. Right. I don't really know. I know that there was an episode of Sex in the City when one of them was like, had I crossed the bridge from bitter to cynical or something? Or like from cynical to bitter? And I was like, oh, is that an important thing to worry about? Maybe. Okay. Well, let me just read real quick, just from dictionary.com. Bitter, 
No, no, you got to pick merriamwebster.com. Dictionary.com is not, not what? vetted. Is that so- <laughs> wow? How I I would have never known that. That's really really incredible knowledge. Yeah, Everybody they t- make note, make note. They kind of just squatted on the domain name and never gave it up. Oh my god, that Smart. is dirty. You dirty dictionary.com heads. We see you. Okay, yeah. so this is the official Merriam Merriam Webster definition of bitter. Bitter. Being inducing or marked by the one of five basic taste sensations that is particularly acrid, astringent. Oh, no, this is like in terms of eating food. Okay, okay, let me go down. Oh, here we go. Bitter, uh, marked by intensity or severity. Okay. I would say, okay, <laughs> being relentlessly determined, vehement, exhibiting intense animosity, harshly reproachful, marked by cynicism and rancor, intensely unpleasant, especially in coldness or rawness, caused by or expressive of severe pain, grief, or regret. That's so sad that someone called me that. I just, well, I think it's less that, here's what you guys understand. It's not that Molly is bitter. It's that she is a Capricorn theater lover. She's a Capricorn craftsman and so she's not like a bitter about Anna she is using a critical lens to discuss the work because we feel that that is our entry into participating in creating more better bigger work ourselves I know but I probably should be less of a bitch I don't know I I I don't think anyone made it Kanye is bitter you know, I think bitterness is actually one of the greatest driving forces in opinion journalism or I guess journalism is not the right word but I just feel like like you gotta when we when I used to teach comedy writing workshops I used to have everybody like pick a core emotion just as like a point of view it's like we are richer than just the opinions that you hear on this pod when you're doing uh especially when doing comedy you pick a is it is it stupid is it scary is it does it make you angry does it you pick a point of view and then you and then you create around that point of view but it doesn't mean that we're limited to that point of view and and actually either way I, I do think Anna Armas sucked in the movie and that the movie sucked and that she had a Spanish accent the whole time so you know bitter or good taste don't enable me like that though but isn't that what makes podcasts worth listening to I don't know Passion? everyone tell me if you think I'm bitter or not but only tell me if you don't <laughs> yet yeah, let us know not in the reviews um in the Facebook page that we will link on the bottom of this app and we're going to delete your comment if you say Mo- i'm going to delete your comment before she reads it if you say she's better so just help molly out here just be like no you're just you're just a critical thinker i'm going to be nicer though i am because i think we were kind of touching talking about this one-on-one before we got on mic i am nicer in real life than people think from the podcast and from my comedy so yeah, i'm like definitely. maybe i sh- maybe i should be like Maybe I should be a little nicer. Why do I have this like bitter facade up? Why do I have these knives out to use another Ana de Armas movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why are you swimming in the deep waters of, uh, wasn't that the name of the athletic movie? I don't know. I I mean, here's the thing though. Like, like you're a Capricorn son in the 10th house. So like, okay, whether you want to be the CEO or not, I do think that you present as like lady boss and you're a Pisces rising. So really low key, you're actually like kind of trying to protect yourself with that shield of, you know, um, mall supremacy. And it's not that 
I don't know if that's a thing. I don't, I don't, we are from Jersey. I don't mean M-A-L-L. I mean M-O-L-L. Mall supremacy. And it's just, it's simply a, a protective measure against Molly's own sensitive psychic heart. Well, I'm going to journal about it and I'm uh, going to try to be a little bit less bitter. I mean, I'm definitely bitter about a bunch of shit. And actually, what a good leeway into the thing that we're going to talk about today. All right. Here's what happened. I saw a tweet that said, OMG. Uh, what did it say? <laughs> I can't remember. I can say it's friend of the pod, KJ Osman. She's not a friend of this pod, but she's a friend of other pods that I've potted on. Uh, when I was doing Royally Us with Us Weekly for a while, she came on the show. She's a great Wait, royal that's- co- that's so funny. She's friend of a pod. She's a friend of a pod. Exactly. <laughs> she tweeted one hour ago, the nannies spilling all to the Daily Mail is the latest twist in the Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Jason Sudeikis saga that will surely be getting its own podcast any day now. Well, KJ, look no further because it is getting its own podcast. And then I responded and said, well, I Googled obviously immediately and then wrote OF- OMFG. Daily Mail seems to have deleted it with eyeballs, eyeballs emoji. So the Daily Mail posted this story that's allegedly been sourced from Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's former nanny. uh, And it's got some wild claims, which again, for legal purposes are fictional. So right now what you're listening to is an inspired by a post that was then taken down fictional account of the nanny's review of working for the Sude guy. The Sudeika, yes. Oh man, how sad. I mean, her real last name isn't Wild, but I guess the kid's last name will be Sudeikis instead of Wild. That's a tough, tough, bitter pill to swallow. I don't, speaking of bitter pill to swallow, I don't, is is um is Nick chopping vegetables there or something? I don't know what he just did. It sounded like he was hammering, like cracking open a VHS cassette or something. There's microwaving going on now. Yeah, there is I think microwaving. This new mic is too sensitive. I know it's the old mic, but it's got a little thingy on it. No, but. I oh, I just hear everything right now. But okay, anyway, um, yeah, the kids are going to be named Sudicus, and yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Let's find out what Olivia is. While you tell the people what the story is that they can never read, that actually isn't merely a story, a fictional story that we love to hear that was not leaked from the nanny, but it was. Um, I'm going to find out what her real last name is. But either way, I do think the kid's last name is Sudeikis. And honestly, somebody needs to lasso the nanny in because she has gone rogue. Yeah. And the name, the kids' names are probably like Fig Leaf and Pallet <laughs> <Right>. or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so this story. Palette Sudicus. Palette Sudicus. Yeah, we got this. We got our hands on this story through good old fashioned journalistic uh, wherewithal. So um, don't expect to find it on the Internet, because like we said, it is deleted because it is unable to be verified or at least could not stand up in a court of law. And it is for that reason that it's not true. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Okay. Headline. Exclusive. All caps. Dailymail.com. I love how they put the .com in there. That was definitely a digital editor being like, we're getting the .com in because this was a digital scoop. Don't say it was on the app. Yeah. Don't say it was on in print. It had to be .com. It's not Exclusive. on the app. It's not in print. It's dot com. Go to your computers and go on Facebook and join the Space Trash Podcast Facebook group, you computer users. Yeah. Exclusive. Dailymail.com lays bare how, quote, giddy Olivia Wilde became so besotted with Harry Styles on set of Don't Worry, Darling. She dumped fiance Jason Sudeikis and left. This is all still the headline and left him so crazed. He threw himself under her car to prevent her from going to lover. That was the headline. Wait, 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 wait. First of all, okay, that's the longest. I would say, like, they need to hire you, if anything, because I think you could have clipped that up real fast. Like, why do you think, can you just break down that headline for us? Part, maybe they took it down, not because of journalistic integrity, but they were like, this is written like a five-year-old. Daily Mail loves long-ass headlines. I don't know what it is. I'm sure the SEO headline, as in the one you see on Google, the one you see on Social media is different, but they still, even for those, they have very long headlines. I don't know if it's, I don't know why it's part of their strategy because they're not even using really good SEO keywords in here. Like, yes, they have Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Don't Worry Darling, Jason Sudeikis. Those are the big ones that you need to get in. But all these adjectives and, and yeah, left him so crazed. He threw himself under her car to prevent her from going to love her. That is so wordy. It's so many words. It's so many words. It's also like, like TMI because like, that's what you would find. Maybe it's because there's like just this culture of people not actually reading articles and just uh, like, they like everyone is just like headline surfing. So maybe they just like want everybody to know real quick that Sudeik is laid in front of her car. And like, they're like, they're not going to read this article and, and, or we're going to have to take this down immediately. So just make sure everyone knows that he laid in front of the car to, to try to stop her. That is a really charitable view of what could be going on here because what can I say I'm not bitter I know <laughs> such an amazing person such a great figurehead and I'm just the bitter ass Cheney shooting someone in the face on a on a hunting accent and accident and still not even getting a portrait in the White House but it sounds like things at the Sudeikis wild household did get nuke nuclear nuclear <laughs> Things got nu- nuclear at the, at the household of Wild and Styles, or no, of of Wild and Sudix. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing they do that makes no sense to me, from any sort of journalistic SEO or anything standpoint, is they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine very long bullet points under the headline before you even get to the story. So these bullet points read: for the first time, DailyMail.com. Re- Number one, for the first time, DailyMail.com reveals the full inside story of the breakdown of Olivia Wilde's relationship with Jason Sudeikis and her affair with Harry Styles. Two, DailyMail.com's bombshells track from the time Giddy Wilde began her affair with Harry in October 2020 after meeting on set of Don't Worry Darling. Three. That's going to be her. That's going to be her next child's name. Giddy Wilde and it's going to be Giddy Wilde. Giddy Styles Wilde. Giddy Wilde Styles. 
Pretty Wild Styles is iconic. It's going to happen. <laughs> Wild 38 has claimed, always claimed she and Sudeikis 47 split up at the start of 2020, but they actually split 10 months later, weeks after she began filming with Styles. Once again, this is not real. Don't sue us. We are saying that this is unprovable and it's just relevant to the world to have it out there. Their devoted nanny of three years who was caught in the middle of the warring pair has now spoken out in a blockbuster interview with DailyMail.com. The nanny said Sudeikis later uncovered the full details of Wilde's relationship with Styles by reading messages on an Apple Watch Wilde had left behind. <laughs> Not oh, the no. Apple Watch. Oh. That's happened. You really got to be careful giving kids the extra iPad too. watch out. Yeah. Just don't cheat on people is really the message. And either way, just know that the cloud connects. Yeah. During one blow up on November 15th, the Ted Lasso star allegedly lashed out and chased after Livia after she had prepared a salad for Styles in their kitchen. <gasps> she made Harry Styles a salad and he ch- and then Ted Lasso chased her out of the house. Wait, but so Harry was there having a salad? I don't and know if he was there. We'll find it. We'll probably find is out. This, we'll is this out. a euphemism for he was just like eating her ass or something? Or? No, this okay. is all still just the bullet points at the top of the story. By oh, the we haven't even started. The we haven't even started. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. LOL. Jason went outside and lay under her car so she wouldn't leave. The nanny said he could. If that's true, he, if that were true, he could have been joking around or something. I don't think that's that crazy. Hang on. I'm pulling up these bullet points myself because I'm now confused. She was making a salad for Harry. He wasn't there. It sounds so she was just making a, a sap like a salad for like she was going to bring a salad somewhere, right? Also, homemade salads aren't really good, like, wouldn't no. you just go to chopped? And then the final bullet right. point a series of devastating texts from Wild and Sudeikis to their nanny reveals how the actor was crying, crying to her about Olivia leaving. Oh, this is really sad. This is so brutal, and I, for every reason, this article. I get why it would be taken down, but I'm sure glad that you are such a sleuth and we caught it for the table read today. Yeah, the fictional table read. Fictional okay. table read. Ted Lasso star Jason Sudeikis was so devastated after learning that his living fiance, Olivia Wilde, had taken up with Harry Styles. He, I feel like we actually might not even be able to publish this because we will get sued. Is this going to start the Patreon? Oh, shit. That's a forum. It is a forum. Okay. Okay. So go to our Patreon. We're starting it now for this app. I think this is actually eclipse season forcing us into doing the thing that we really just should be doing. Yeah. 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 That's really great. Let's do that. And I'll cut out some of the stuff I said in the bullet points because some of that stuff was definitely suable. But we can keep it in the Patreon. And um, yeah. also, I already, and I already bought, I already set up the Patreon anyway. So we already have a Patreon. I, we I already set up a Patreon. We both have set up a Patreon? I guess so. We'll have to look into that because LOL. Yeah. Okay. If you want to hear more, go to our Patreon, Space Trash Patreon. Or Space Trash Podcast Patreon. I think we own both and we're going to find out. <laughs> yes. We're going to put this on one of them. Okay, we're back. This is once again the public part of the podcast. We are going to give you a little comparison of their charts, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis's charts. We don't have the nanny's chart because she's still a private citizen. 
If you want to hear the redacted Daily Mail story and our take on it, that's on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. That is where the the real meat of the Daily Mail story, which has now been deleted from the internet, lives. So uh, we know that Olivia Wilde is a Pisces sun Mercury and a North Node moon Gemini. Well, what do you know? Jason Sudeikis, Pisces moon Virgo sun. So this truly is a Pisces soup. And what is he upset about? Virgo, the salad. Okay, so this is literally, he is the energy of the Virgo Pisces axis. They both have a very, the relationship probably wait, was wait, wait. pretty. Can you? She is the red one. He's the blue one. Okay, that makes so, complete sense. Right. So he's, he's actually is shocked and is trying really hard. Son in Virgo, he actually does not want this kind of public embarrassment. He is so betrayed. He is like, I gave you fucking everything. And I like, am trying to be the best version of myself that I can be for you. And because he has his moon in Pisces and she has her son and Mercury in Pisces. I actually think they had a, I think they had 10 really good years. I I don't think it was so bad. Mm-hmm. I, I think also the nanny senses that Virgo son fear of embarrassment and she thinks she's doing him a favor. Yeah, I, I think, well, say more. What do you mean? I think she thinks that she's vindicating him by showing that he was just really hurt and Olivia did cheat on him and right. he is the wronged party and she wants to set the record straight and she has, it has completely gone over her head that he doesn't want the record set straight because the truth is even more embarrassing than 100%. what's more embarrassing than your girlfriend dating Harry Styles after you, your girlfriend cheating on you with Harry Styles and making him some special salad dressing and like leaving the family. <laughs> right. Allegedly, if all that stuff is true, which we have. And no then idea. gaslighting you and saying, no, babe, I'm just at work. You're being crazy. Right, 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 right. Mm, but look at this. Allegedly. right? So, so that, so I do think though, that they had a very good, very, um, spiritually can like I, I do think they felt like soulmates there for a while like Pisces on Pisces they spoke each other's language they get each other they really connected from a past life place they were like wow like this really feels like creative home for me right and his Virgo son I think was very grounding for her not only does she have you know the moon and I mean Gemini and Virgo are both ruled by Mercury so even though they're not you know, technically they're, they're square. They're not actually complementary signs. They are because they're both mercurial, but the difference is that Virgo is very much like exacting. Let's get the words, right. Let's be literal. Let's actually like, like do everything with precision and with dedication and devotion. Whereas Gemini is like, yeah, I love to talk. We can talk it out. But the minute that my opinion is different than yours, I'm switching teams. And so I think he is like, we talked about this, you know, like a million times over. And she's like, yeah, but sorry, like it's Harry Styles. I mean, not in those words. And I'm sure that's not what she said, but you know what I mean? It's like Virgo moon. I mean, Virgo sun is like, don't embarrass us. Gemini moon is like, we don't have to embarrass us. You are responsible for your own feelings and you're crazy. If you think I'm fucking Harry Styles. Yeah. 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 It's confusing. I also think we need to take some time to lay some blame on Harry Styles here because yeah, he hit on a woman who was engaged and living with her husband and two kids or her fiance and two kids. Right. He's got he's got the Internet. He knows. Yeah. And yeah. it's not cool. I mean, we're on the record on this podcast. Yes, you should always be more angry at the person in the relationship. But in my opinion, if you know that someone's in a relationship and you hook up with them, you're dirt. 
he's just is not it's fucking uncool and i mean what's interesting though is we're talking about you know eclipses are next week eclipse season has started again uh olivia has her wound her chiron conjunct her juno marriage asteroid in taurus conjunct his south node so this is a past life marriage fight that actually is bringing him into his north node destiny it is connecting with her scorpio mars so he actually is meant to find that apple watch and stop being so fucking fake safe with your money and your house and your nice pictures it's like hey get real jason you're gonna actually have to fight with this person that you thought you were gonna marry and you're gonna have to get all this information because she's sneaking around to actually get real and it 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 actually, in a weird way, this conflict is faded uh, and, and is actually part of what he needs to learn to work with in this life, which is that Scorpio deep, dark truth behind closed doors. Jason's North Node is in Scorpio, exactly conjunct Olivia's Mars. So he actually, by fighting with her in this dirty, dark, behind closed doors, secrets, secrets, deception, whatever, betrayal he's actually being brought into his life's work his south node is in taurus meaning like he's used to just like being comfy cozy safe rich having money having things be you know healthy and and basic well his south node is exactly conjunct her wound and her marriage asteroid so actually he this is a i'm telling you this is a past life relationship that is bringing them both into doing their lives work and it is dissolving the karma that they created together in a past life that was unresolved oh my god that's crazy so like now her her being her feeling comfortable in that taurus space is like agitating her and she like hates it because that's where her chiron is Right. She's going to marriage in general why even were they engaged and two kids before she got married chiron conjunct conjunct juno there was a part of her that almost remembered being married to him in the past and was a little bit afraid of something like this happening. She just didn't, she couldn't put her finger on it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but her North node is in Gemini with her moon. So it's like when she started expanding her world as a storyteller, she met someone else and actually now is having another relationship with another, what feels like partner twin And, you know, I don't think it's necessarily her purpose to be a cheater, but I do think North Node Moon conjunct in Gemini, she is meant to actually explore all the stories, whereas like because she has a South Node in Sagittarius conjunct her Uranus, um, she needs to actually not she's coming from a past life perspective where like she is the expert and whatever she says goes and whatever is the truth like whatever she says is the truth and actually she needs to not only get called out about lying about Shia LaBeouf firing the nanny and having an affair but she also is allowed to say hey you know what I was wrong I don't want to marry Jason I want to be with Harry Styles I think she might be a little bit poly like not totally that's why I think she and I said that at the beginning we first read them I'm like oh they're definitely fucking other people after shows for fun Yeah. Like, I don't think she's polycule poly. She's not cringe poly, but I think she is like, don't fence me in poly where she's just like, I'm going to do stuff. I'm doing other stuff. I I think that's exactly right. And I think like, what's interesting too, is this happening November, 2020, that's when the nodes were in uh, Gemini and 
Sagittarius. So she was having a nodal return, actually sending her into her purpose, which is to say, you know what, going to actually really move into being my true self, even if like, no matter who it hurts, he's having a nodal reversal. So while this is putting her on her course of being like, I know I shouldn't have cheated and I shouldn't be so like cagey and my story should make sense with the last story I told. Sorry, I'm a Gemini moon. Sometimes I have no idea what the fuck I said and I just change it every sentence, but he's having a nodal reversal. So he's having a past life memory come up where he's like, he literally feels like his big reaction. He feels like he's in an alternate hell universe, like that he remembers too. And he's like, Oh my God. Like I, he can't believe that he's here because he tried to avoid actually seeing and knowing there may have been things as their relationship moved progressed where he was like, is she a flaky cheater? And also there might've been things where she was like, is he an alcoholic? So like, as their relationship, Oh, weakened, I don't think he's an alcoholic. I don't think he's, I don't think he's an alcoholic, but I, but now what she's saying is like, there was a reason why I left Jason, you know? So it's like, well, there were, there I were mean, things that were going wrong. I think in the relationship, what, in whatever way you spin it. And I think he was actually trying to say, no, nah, it's all good. And she was going, no, actually I was wrong. I want something else. Yeah, my vibe that I'm getting is that he wanted to tame her and she was getting agita from that. She couldn't stand it. Yeah, well, I don't even know if it's that he wanted to tame her. I think he I think he was really happy with her as the perfect wife, mother of his children. And he South Node in Taurus, like all this dude wants is to just feel like he has a sense of like security. And she completely rocked his fucking world by being like, surprise, I don't love you. Yeah, bummer. In the chart of their relationship, the south node in the composite chart is conjunct their Venus-Uranus conjunction in Scorpio. So this kind of thing happening is likely with a, with a Uranus conjunct Venus in Scorpio behind closed doors, secret things and betrayal, right? Grief of child abandonment and losing your children with the Chiron wound, the security in the house of Taurus is exactly the Chiron of this relationship is exactly conjunct the North node in the sky right now where these eclipses are happening. And there, the relationship is having a Uranus opposition to itself. So there is like a real this is a faded change for them, bringing up both of their wounds. And what's also fun is that the last full moon, you can hear the app that we did, you know, at the moon, it's posted now, the last full moon at the late degree of Aries. So this full moon is, of course, when this story would come out, illuminating the truth, not only of how selfish they both are, but of the, the nitty gritty of the like, war that's been going on behind closed doors they've been trying to expose what did we say about the scorpio eclipses coming eclipses are coming eclipses are coming the eclipse is happening a total uh, a total new eclipse is happening on october 25th and what is going to happen is in the area of your chart where scorpio resides there are going to be massive exposures of things that you have been trying to hide or things that all of a sudden change really quickly behind closed it's basically like fate is washing in all the Scorpio shit, which Scorpio never, ever Scorpio either wants to transform it itself, but if it's not really healthy, it really wants to hold the fuck on and keep things secret and stay in the, in the dark, muddy waters. So, and, and to stay private and secret. So it's like, "Mm, sorry, you guys, the nanny is coming through on the full moon in Aries, exposing your full moon in Aries, emotional truth and selfish warlike behavior is North node and their Chiron actually like like asking you both to look at how this relationship not only has wounded has wounded your children and has actually wounded your shared finances the more and more and more you keep trying to keep this like managed and controlled and then that south node is 
clearing out the area in their chart where their heart is Uranus opposite Uranus. It's like, sorry, kid, like, you know, uh, shit's out of luck. It's a random freak accident, but this, this lightning rod just came down and it lit your house on fire and you're out of a home. So we know it hurts, but you're going to, you're exposed and everything is different now. And I don't think that's a coincidence at all. Yeah. I'm bummer. Okay. Well, I think we have to leave it at that. And then if people want more, we can do it on the Patreon. And you can join the Patreon. You can let us know. We can ask questions. It's going to be way more facilitative of, of interactive conversation. And otherwise, like just leave the reviews for nice things to say. We don't need to know that you didn't like our take. Yeah. Give us five five stars. Everybody go back in there and redo your five stars. Give us a five star review. And then you can rip us to shreds on the Patreon. We look forward to it. We're not bitter. We're open. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. Thank you guys so much. We can't wait to see you on the Tron. And Facebook. Their Facebook group is a free version of doing it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. I love it. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. Maybe even tomorrow. You never know what kind of the news breaks this eclipse season will bring us. But we will hear to report it all as it comes. Yes, we absolutely will. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.